1: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students
2: master their skills.
0: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that
3: exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on Chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Tracy Park is running to replace Mike Bonin. There are a lot of uh, cuckoo birds running in that district for city council in L.A. Uh, Mike Bonin was the big, gross disaster that uh, ruined a lot of neighborhoods in West Los Angeles. Finally forced him into a corner and he quit. Tracy Park should replace him. That's who I'm going to vote for.
3: Yeah, it's not up there yet, but we'll get it up there. All right, we'll get it up there. Uh, Uh, Our next guest is up there, is the Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer. I didn't write this part, but I might have been our producer. The other guy running against Todd Spitzer is just another woke turd version of George Gascon.
1: That's right. He's he's from the Gascon camp. Uh, whoever whoever these unnamed <laughs> the words I would choose. Woke turd. <laughs> that makes us look good, doesn't it? Makes us look as like really classy. sharp, classy political analysts. <laughs> uh, can't, it's a woke turd. <laughs> Well, all right, let's get... Uh,
3: yeah, Todd's coming on. Before he leaves. The, uh, Todd yeah, Spitzer. The deadly shooting in Orange County at Laguna Woods Church, right. Hey, Todd, how are you?
0: Well, I'm good. I shouldn't be laughing. You have me laughing, and now I've got to talk about this extremely serious case. Oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I just... Gentlemen.
3: was spontaneous. Hey, I, I just, just saw it and read it, so sorry about that.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. This is uh, actually a good way to start, because... You know, I've charged the defendant, David uh, Chow, with uh, 10 counts, but not just the murder, right, of Dr. Chang, but, you know, he shot five other people, and we charged not only attempted murder, but attempted murder with premeditation and deliberation. Let me just give you a contrast if this was George Gascon. I've charged uh, Chow with a murder, with lying in wait, right, which, you know, he planned it, he brought his stuff inside, he secreted it, he mingled amongst the crowd, fit in, uh, made them basically not even notice him anymore before he started chaining the doors shut so no one could get out once he went on his rampage. And I've also you know, added a sentence enhancement for that, which makes it eligible for life without parole, which, as you know, Gascon doesn't support or the death penalty, he doesn't support that. And then I added an enhancement of the use of a firearm. And as you know, Gascone doesn't charge gun enhancements or gang enhancements. And so when you take this case, if it was in L.A., this defendant who walked in the church and was going to murder probably everybody in that church, right? But he was stopped because this brave doctor and the other congrega- uh, congregants jumped on top of him it cost dr cheng his life you know and he sacrificed himself for everybody else in la that would be 17 years eligible for parole in orange county it's life without the possibility of parole or death it just shows you that who your da is matters
3: what's uh what's this about explosive devices
0: yeah so he had um behind the stage in the social hall he had hid his weapons, his ammunition, and then he had four explosive devices, like gasoline-type, uh, you know, like a Molotov cocktail device. And it seems to me, and it, you know, it's it's pretty logical that he was going to kill everybody and probably, you know, light the place on fire, um, you know, kill himself, shoot himself at the end. Who knows? But. He was he was there not only to do all the destruction with his guns but he was there to burn the place down.
1: Do you have any uh trail of how he plotted this in 24 hours after the Buffalo shooting? We had all the evidence about how his 180-page manifesto, his theories as to why he had to go out and kill black people, how he was driving around all over New York State looking at different grocery stores and schools. Uh, The the kid was 18, which is a common age for these kind of shooters. 68-year-old guy. Was he on the Internet? Did he leave behind any plans?
0: yeah so we're working on that. I mean, the difference here is we have a language uh, you know barrier. We're working with interpreters. there's Mandarin Chinese, there's Taiwanese. Um, some of the some of the a memo that was recovered from his car was handwritten uh, that that has different interpretations, so we're working on getting that done. I'm working with the FBI um, and and all of the resources that the FBI provides the Orange County Sheriff's Department is doing a phenomenal job has been just great. I mean, we have learned so much in, you know, since Sunday, remember this is Sunday at two o'clock, but it's a little bit different in that regard because we're not looking. um, We have to, we, we got his cell phones, we have other electronics, but we have to crack those things and then have it all interpreted. So at some point I'm, I'm suspecting we'll have that theory, John, but, I we don't have it right now. Because it is, it is a little weird that,
1: that that he was so, so upset over this geopolitical issue, right? Taiwan's wanting to yeah, be but independent. Not, but, but and he goes after a, a, you know a group of elderly people at a, at a at a pastor's lunch in a church. Uh, it's a strange yeah, we'll way do, to vent okay. your uh,
0: your anger. I understand, but you think about this. We we know he grew up in Taiwan. We knew his family was originally from mainland China we believe that they were sent from mainland China to Taiwan after the Communists took over China in 1948 after World War II and he was he was he, he was probably either, he was probably born based on his age we're still working on that in mainland excuse me in Taiwan but but there is a, a there was a he felt he was treated and his family was treated uh, as second-class citizens being originated from Taiwan uh, mainland China growing up in Taiwan. He's always resented the Taiwanese. And, you know, he comes to the United States, uh, uh, and he just doesn't feel that he has anything to live for. And apparently there's this very, very strong nationalistic sentiment that he's harbored his entire life.
3: Do we know why he chose Laguna Woods?
0: So we're looking at evidence. We've recovered additional evidence. Um, We're still sorting through it, interpreting it. But look, it's, it's, it's one of two things. It's either he targeted it because he had a relationship with that particular church location, people there. We don't, I don't see a lot of that right now. Or he was just looking for a, a, a large or relatively large group of Taiwanese uh, people all together on a particular day, which would make sense for churches and looking at Taiwanese churches and didn't really care which one he happened to pick. So we don't know that for sure. We're still sorting that out, but, but it could be that theory.
3: And another odd thing, he, did he literally sit in the back reading a Chinese newspaper for hours before he opened fire?
0: No, that's, no, he, so there was a church service, and then after that they had the celebration in a social hall, uh, they were meeting in the social hall for the church service and not in the sanctuary because it was a, a pretty large group because of the celebration of this pastor coming back from Taiwan after two years. Right. And so, no, you, you he's actually mingling somewhat and, and hangs out. Uh, they didn't recognize him initially because he's not one of their parishioners. But, you know, they were welcoming and and, and they didn't turn him away. I mean, they're 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 good Christians who are just being, you know, grace showing grace, and he he used that and turned that against them to you know make them feel comfortable. So he kind of kind of blended into the crowd, but at some point when he was putting the chains around the door, he's probably confronted by a person saying, "What are you doing?" And that's when he begins to open fire.
3: All right, Todd, thanks for coming on and laying out the case for us. We appreciate it.
0: Okay. Thank you so much.
3: All right. It's Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer on our voter guide to be reelected to that post, speaking about the charges against the Las Vegas man who drove to Laguna Woods and opened fire on a Taiwanese church congregation. All right. Your contribution to the John and Ken voter guides coming on the show tomorrow at four. That's Tracy Park, who's running for a Mike Bonehead Bonin seat in the L.A. City Council. He, of course, opted not to run for re-election a few months ago, and uh, she's uh, John's pick. That's John's council district, so yeah. there you go. It's yeah. a very personal pick.
1: Yeah, but it, because there are scary people running against her that would make uh, Bonin look uh, moderate. So yeah,
3: Including the one that Bonin's endorsed. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but... <sighs> uh, <laughs> the, the not crazy, my district, but...
1: No, religious cultists, crazy people.
3: We'll be in Bidenville. After 530, Joe went to Buffalo today to make the usual comment about guns. And now the new angle is we got to stop the white supremacists uh, talking <laughs> points for the November midterms. I, that
1: is so much gas. You're not, you're not going to stop any ideology that's swimming around the toxic sewer of the Internet. What you have to do is you have to jump on the guy as soon as you figure out that he's crazy. And they could have stopped this guy. They just didn't. They were just evil. too lazy or stupid to stop this kid.
3: Well, I prefer evil to crazy. Yeah, evil. 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 You see, evil sitting
1: in and, front of you. You got to identify it. If you don't boy, know how to, you get get out of the business.
3: Did this guy haunt that Topps-friendly supermarket in Buffalo? The latest story is that he went in. He's He went in there several times before he opened fire. We know he went on reconnaissance missions to pick out the best place where he could inflict the most damage on the black population that he chose. So this story is the manager of the produce section at this store, happens to be a white woman named Rose Waisaki. She says he was in there a couple of times and uh, she actually had a short conversation with him last month. Um, he apparently was uh, asking her a question uh, he apparently, uh, said that, uh, uh, what is this? This is written out of order here. Um, anyway, I showed him where it was and he was acting stupid. I looked at him. I took him to the item. I gave it to him. I don't know what the item is. It's not clear to me in this heart. Oh, he asked her for an item. All right. And, and as I did, he remarked, you look like you don't belong here. Mm. And she said, what do you mean by that? He says, you look like you belong in a suburb store. I said, well, I am in a suburb store and I get promoted here and I love it. And I love my customers and I love the store. It's a great place to work. And apparently as he turned and walked away, he called her an end lover. That was her experience with the racist. Right. And, and, and then she'd seen him at the store several times after that, but yeah. And, and she, she th- avoided him. See, that's
1: the thing. You know, she had her antenna up. She went with her instinct. The guy didn't belong there. All right. He's in primarily an all black neighborhood at a grocery store, and he obviously has hostility. When you see somebody who doesn't belong in a situation, he's la- largely up to no good. This this uh, a Chinese man who did the killing at the Taiwanese church, what was that about? He didn't belong there. You know, he was nice, and he was sweet, and he gained the confidence. But,
3: you know, people say, well, why are you here? Like, who are you? You just well, randomly Are supposed to welcome in new congregants no. to churches? You appreciate no, no, no. the exposure? Well, you the, can no. Because,
1: expand the. Because no. you know Because people don't wander in to places like that just for the heck of it. Nobody we does. I about that.
3: you on social media and thought it'd be a great place to come and worship. Nobody. No.
1: See, nobody in real life does that stuff. Nobody. So when you get the weird, you know, angry looking white kid asking strange questions, big, big flashing sign. Uh oh. This guy's trouble. Because nobody does that. Nobody does that unless they're looking for trouble. Same thing with this guy. Nobody just picks a rant. It wasn't even a church service. It was it was a, a pastor's luncheon.
3: Uh, so now the Buffalo shooter, and we had mentioned this yesterday, and he was in some sort of virtual learning program, economics, and he was asked, what do you plan to do when you retire? And that's what he answered murder-suicide. There you go. But because he claimed it was a joke, the psych evaluation got sidetracked. It, because it doesn't. They just believed an 18 year old or 17 at the time would make a joke like that. Okay. And so, wait, you're in
1: psych evaluation and you don't think the first thing a kid would do when he's caught writing that is to play it off as a joke? Wouldn't that be the first thing 100% of them would do? Why are they looking for somebody to admit to being a, a murder suicide candidate?
3: Nobody yeah, does. There'd that. have to be more to it than that because there, there's plenty of teenagers that would make that joke, but you're right. They have to do more than just Are there? Go by. There uh, every, every, yeah, there's a lot of cynical uh, kind uh, of uh, dark people that make jokes. Well, and like everyone that. You know
1: that. everyone ought to be investigated then. That you know everyone. what? Then that's a tripwire. Go right to their to their uh, computer and look to see what websites they've gone to. Cuz I think it's really rare and uh, they're always going to pass it off as a joke. Look, either take it seriously or don't. Do you want to stop this stuff or do you just want to be one of these old fart windbags like Biden saying, we've got to stop white supremacy and guns? Well, you're not going to. You're not going to. You have to go after the individual. And this guy was was on fire. He was showing signs of evil and insanity everywhere. Do something about it. He was sitting in your lap. Do something about it. That's how you prevent this stuff from happening.
3: So classmates said he was quiet, studious, got high marks, but he was out of place. Yeah. And he turned to online streaming games, guns. Those are the things he got obsessed with. Loners. The, the, but everybody did think it was just a great harmless prank and a joke when he wore the hazmat suit to school. They really didn't think much of that stunt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, they're, they're not jokes. <laughs> not, not when it comes from the loner guy. See, if it comes from the clown guy, that's different. But the loner guy, the, the, the 68-year-old uh, Chinese killer in Orange County, loner guy. 18-year-old, loner guy. And now with the Internet, they could absorb all the insanity that's out there, all the ideologies that explain why they're losers. That's what this is about. Why am I a loser? I'm a loser because in the 18-year-old's case, it's like uh, there, there's there's too many black people. There's too many immigrants uh, being marginalized, ostracized. Old guy, it's like, wh- why am I a loser? Well, I, I was a, a Chinese uh, kid in a Taiwanese country, and they treated me badly, uh, set me off on a bad path, ruined my life. It's it's all the same psychology over and over. It comes in different packages, different ages, different ethnicities, but it's the same thing. They feel like losers, failures. They have no connection. You know, they, they don't have a woman in their lives. They're not going to get a woman in their life, and that that's a huge
3: part but of this too. Everything you describe might honestly describe millions of men right now and they're not going to kill us no but when they so sh- how do you <laughs> what when, when zero in on the one that's going to and make sure you got when, the right kid
1: when they write down the murder suicide joke when they show up in the hazmat suit mm. you know there were there, there when was they tr- stalked
3: the grocery store
1: when they stalked the grocery store and he was wearing he's wearing like combat outfit a combat outfit I I'm, I'm, when, when he go, when he goes for a psych evaluation after the school got spooked and the police got spooked, this was the third stop. and nothing is done to put that on his record so he can't buy a gun. Well, change the law, do it. Change the laws. This is the only way you stop this. Maybe you're not maybe people aren't interested in stopping it. Maybe you know it's just it's just easier to stand on a podium and shake your fist at all the things you'll never change. But if you actually want to stop it, then yeah, you have to take action, and it's uncomfortable, and maybe it's not fair in all cases. But hey, so what? You want to save ten lives? Do something that's uncomfortable. Do something that maybe is not fair for every time you
3: try. All right, we got more coming up. We'll be in Bidenville next. We'd like
1: to formally welcome you to the rest home of Old Joe. Welcome to
2: Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by go. You know the. You know the thing. Um. What am I doing here? There's a man on the moon, or whatever you know, something, or you know, whether those aliens are here or not. What, what, I can't remember it anyway. I, I commuted every single day for 36 years as president, vice president of the United States. A lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family, not a joke. I was on the television. I, on television, I was on the telephone. I'm not. I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. I was going to put him. Uh, put, put, put. The foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education I nominate Javier Bacarrea. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I got the 1.9 trillion dollars relief so far. Kleptocracy. Yeah. The, Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> And now, hmm. to give you a tour of Bidenville
1: before your extended stay, here's John and Ken. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
3: Well, it's a Daily Mail exclusive this afternoon. A former Trump aide, he was an aide to Pete Navarro, who was at Trump's Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy, has apparently uploaded a database of Hunter Biden emails. 120,000 from his abandoned laptop.
1: And he's calling
3: them a modern-day Rosetta Stone of white and blue-collar crime. Are you serious? Yeah, they've (laughs) just put the story up this afternoon. (laughs) 128,775 emails to a searchable database. (laughs) That's what this guy did. His name is Garrett Ziegler.
1: How the hell do you get to 120,000 emails? I
3: don't know what period of time this is or... Uh, We're going to look into that story and probably do more on it tomorrow because it looks fascinating. Meanwhile, the real trip to Bidenville is about Biden versus Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk is saying that any deal he has to buy Twitter, the big concern of the fake accounts, the bots. And an audit has revealed that almost half of Joe Biden's 22.2 million followers are probably fake. A software company called Spark Toro found that forty nine point three percent of accounts following at @potus on Twitter are fake followers. But that doesn't does doesn't that make sense?
1: Why would why would anybody be interested in what? Because he's POTUS. But he doesn't write them. Any, he doesn't write them anyway. You know, some some progressive flunky writes them. So what, why do you want to hear about like some twenty-eight-year-old uh, woke kid from an Ivy League school and whatever his uh, obsession of the day is? You're not hearing from the president. You think you think Joe Biden actually gets on his uh, on his
3: uh, iPad and uh, he probably can't. He, his fingers probably don't even work anymore. Yes, everything is written for him. In fact, this audit, and Musk believes that twenty percent of Twitter accounts are fake and spam accounts. That figure was four times what Twitter claims and could be even higher. We talked about this a few years ago.
1: Well, yeah, it's it's mostly fake, and there are a lot of people who waste their lives arguing with fake bots. And the bots are programmed to detect certain phrases and then start arguing with the person who wrote the phrase. It, it, it's like artificial intelligence figures out what topic you're writing about, and then they have a ready response that they create. So you could sit there furiously arguing with somebody over some stupid political issue and go on for hours and days and you're talking to nothing, literally
3: nothing. So Musk also went on a podcast called The All In Podcast and had a few words about Biden. He said he said that I voted overwhelmingly for Democrats in the past. But he said, the real president is whoever controls the teleprompter. There you go. The path to power is the path to the teleprompter. Just like you said, whoever writes the Twitter uh, messages. Yeah,
1: well, see, Musk is good here because he's just laying out the obvious truth that nobody wants to talk about out loud. What he's saying in that statement is Biden's mind is shot because it is. He's not in charge of whatever message he's putting out every day. Somebody else is. So they just load the teleprompter or they load the Twitter and he reads it. That's it. And it's a far left wing. He was not that politician for 50 years. I'm no Joe Biden fan, but he was much more reasonable and moderate in his life. Than than whatever it is is coming out now these are left-wing progressives these are bernie sanders like people that have taken over the place they
3: that's what's realized going on. and we've talked about this before after the devastating loss of hillary clinton to trump they had to find somebody else and it could not be bernie sanders not somebody too woke left so that's why they propped up this guy and pushed him and he did win the nomination and he did win
1: yeah, but they ended up the election. They ended up the the, the the those kind of people ended up getting hired as the staff. And,
3: and Musk they, goes on to say that the Democratic Party is overly controlled by unions, by trial lawyers, particularly class action lawyers. Democrats go against the interests of people because it tends to come from unions and trial lawyers. He said Republicans' problem is it's because of corporate evil and religious zealotry. That's a pretty good synopsis yes. of the two. That's right, <laughs> it is. And both parties
1: <laughs> suck, and that's why we are where we are.
3: I know. Everybody's there, looking there, for a, some other new
1: path. There is no new path because most people suck. The, the country's corrupt. Politics is corrupt. Business is corrupt. Everyone's corrupt. On the topic you of get inflation, different flavors of it.
3: the obvious reason for inflation is that the government printed a zillion amount of more money than it had, obviously, said Musk. Absolutely right. So it's like the government can't just, you know, issue checks for an excessive revenue without there being inflation. You know, velocity of money held constant. Well, that's a good way to put it. The the uh, If the government writes checks, they never bounce.
1: <laughs> the Federal Reserve printed, in effect, trillions of dollars by having a 0% interest rate as its baseline. Right. So you know how many people borrowed extremely cheap money? And not only that, but investment firms and uh, um, uh, hedge funds. And, and all the big players on Wall Street were able to borrow gigantic amounts of money for nearly 0% interest and then bet it on the stock market, which is what drove up the stock market. That's why the stock market went so ridiculously high. There was so much money available to create these, these fake bidding wars, really, for the stocks. And then when it became clear that the interest rates were going to be jacked up, that the spending is was is going to be reduced – All the big guys quickly got out of the stock market. And that's why the price went. And now your 401k is uh, sitting in toilet territory.
3: Oh, the last part here. It's total manipulation
1: by the the rich guys.
3: He talked about California. Yep. Once the land of opportunity, it's now the land of taxes, overregulation, and litigation. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a serious cleaning out of the pipes in California. Yep. There's got to be an above 0% chance of Republicans winning in California. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, this is a man that says he's mostly voted Democrat in his life. No, but it, 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 he's got this real independent streak in him.
1: The big enema is what California politics needs, because uh, it, it, it's 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 like cancer is eating away at the state, and the, oh, the only the only way to, the only way to fix it is vote for somebody else. Just look whoever's in office and say no, you're done.
3: That's pretty much what we put on the voter guide. It's
1: it's not hard to
3: do. It's, it's just figure out who the incumbents are, vote for somebody else. Wait, I got to see how Dr. Oz is doing here. The polls have closed in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Can Dr. Oz be the Republican nominee for Senate? No. Mm. Uh... The former hedge fund manager, Dave McCormick, seems to be leading in this three-way race. There's a woman that entered the race late, a conservative commentator named Kathy Barnett.
1: Oh, she's nuts. That they
3: said was surging. She is. No, no,
1: she's completely cuckoo. She's a a black (laughs) Republican woman who is uh, far, farther out there. Is she out. The, on? Well, like, she used to be a, a big Trump person, and Trump has completely disavowed her. Yeah, because, Trump
3: supported Oz. He endorsed Oz. Uh,
1: 6% of the vote in. I don't know if these are absentee ballots or what. Scott McCormick at, 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 at... The other one's David McCormick, who's just a normal guy. I think he's a finance guy.
3: Yeah, former hedge fund manager.
1: Yeah, yeah. 32%. Uh, Dr. Oz, 23%. Uh, wacky Kathy Barnett,
3: 19%. Oh. All right, but so, it's a very small, very small sample. In, so and the polls closed yeah. at five o'clock our time.
1: And uh, uh, oh, also the guy—the uh,
3: guy who had the stroke—is winning on the Democratic side. Yeah, that's right, Fetterman. I read about him. He Apparently, <laughs> well, one of his big issues—I uh, guess he's the lieutenant governor—is uh, that uh, he wants to legalize pot. It's doing well. Yeah, well,
1: maybe he needs to. May, needs to relax. Uh, he's uh, getting his—he got a pacemaker implanted. I think today it was going to get done. No, he's still in the hospital.
3: right. So And then they have a gubernatorial primary too. And the Trump guy is Doug Mastriano. Um, he's in the race as a Republican. So everyone is watching this because they want to see how Trump's picks do. Right. Is he dead? Does he have any life left? You know who else Uh, is running in that Pennsylvania governor race? A guy named Lou Lou Barletta, Barletta, who we had on the
1: show a few times because he was trying to fight against. He was the mayor
3: of a town. I think it was uh, Hazleton. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, because uh, illegal immigration was somehow affecting Hazleton. He
3: was great. He'd come on the show. He had a lot of fire and knowledge. And he went to Congress and now he's running for governor. Is that what it is?
1: Yes. Yes. Lou Barletta. Let's see what happens. Uh, Too early.
3: uh, Back to California A judge has ruled that that stupid 2018 law that was signed by Jerry Brown that mandates companies name at least one person who self identifies as a woman. That's the way to put it. To a seat on a corporate board, it just violates the equal protection clause. Well, simply course, threw it out. Of course it does. Even Jerry Brown admitted back then it's virtue signaling. He didn't think it was going to hold up when he signed it, it in twenty eighteen. Isn't that?
1: Aren't you sick of him and the presidents? They sign these these orders, these these laws, knowing that they're illegal. They do it anyway right and there were a lot of corporations that simply would not put the woman on the board because they weren't going to be bullied into it and and they knew the order was illegal you and remember you, you it's can't... about
3: without regard to how you're designated at birth it's if you self-identify as a woman so you imagine when it it's... could be a guy a guy that changed into a woman that uh, gets you, on the
1: board imagine what it's like being a corporation right now trying to deal with all this nonsense it's a headache cuz i read, we were talking before about how you know the black lives matter Founders, they ran off with millions and millions of dollars. And there's an article I just read that a lot of the corporations don't care that the money was stolen. They were buying public relations, they were doing virtue yes. signaling. I they wanted that, to get yeah. activists off their back, so they wanted to get inoculated from whatever wild charges were going to be laid against them. And so it's like, yeah, yeah go send them a million dollars. What do we care? You know, it's cheaper than the hassle, cheaper it looks than the good. trouble. But it's got to be, you know. You got all these activists. It's like, well, we got to have, we got to have a woman, or we got to have transgender, on. we got to have, you know, all these different demographic categories on the board. And finally, you know, the court says, no, you you can't do that. That's discrimination too.
3: Little sanity. Unconstitutional.